Hydrology Podcast with your host, Jenny and Matt Morris. In this episode, we're going to be talking all about vegan bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Everybody loves bacon. Yes, and it's one of the top things that people say when they want to go plant-based or vegan that they just can't give up. I can't live without bacon. Well, let me tell you something, people. Yes, you can. <laughs> and they're kind of doing it now because aren't bacon bits vegan friendly? They, they actually are. If you buy bacon bits in the store, that's not real bacon. Who knows what it actually is? Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm not saying yeah. it's necessarily it's not a healthy. healthy. Option. Nope. However, bacon bits, in the most part, I've, all of the brands that I've seen are vegan friendly. But anyway, we are going to be discussing this. Some of our favorite plant based bacon options, bacon esque, if you will. I will. <laughs> and how, we'll give you the recipes and the cooking methods for each one. But before we get into that, we are going to be talking about what we ate this week. And what did we eat this week? Well, we ate out once because we had a coupon, and you all know how much we love our coupons. Yes. And we ate a Chipotle. Chipotle was really good. Yes. We had the burrito bowl with the sofritas. I had my own burrito with the sofritas. You had your own burrito, and then we got a bag of chips. And it was delightful. Yeah. I like their chips because they have like a lime flavoring to them. I'm not the biggest fan of their chips, especially if I get a bowl and I'm using the chips to dip and eat the bowl. I find the lime dominates the rest of the flavors of my bowl. Well, for me, it complements it. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> You're wrong, sir. <laughs> and next, we had a healthy chickpea of the sea salad sandwiches. And this is one of my favorites also. This is very, very tasty. Yeah. So now that the weather's getting warmer, we're really craving those, you know, cold salads. So the chickpea of the sea salad is basically a plant-based version of like a tuna salad or something like that. And it's so good. It's light, it's refreshing, and it hits the spot. Yep. So we had that as a meal, which is super exciting. It's been a while, probably since last, last fall, summer, since yep. we've had it, end of summer. And then lastly, another meal that we're excited about, uh, we had a southern bowl, which is kind of like a Buddha bowl, but we've turned it into kind of like a delicious southern favorites bowl. So we had some breaded fried tofu. <laughs> Uh, mashed cauliflower, corn, and some sautéed collard greens. And this is just a mashup of wonderful items that come together beautifully. Yes. So we were super excited. It's a bowl of comfort. I it is say. a comfort bowl. You're yes. right. We should call it the Southern Comfort Bowl. I'm down with that. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the alcohol. But, yes. You can drink alcohol with it. Sure. <laughs> you can drink alcohol with anything. Um, so, yeah, that's what we had this week. So we hope that that in some way inspires you. You know, that we ate out once, so you know that you can go to Chipotle and get a fantastic plant-based meal. And there are other options that you can do to have a satisfying meal at home. So if you listen to our last episode, we did mention the three-day meal plan is a freebie that's available for download from that episode. You just go to the show notes, and the chickpea of the sea salad is actually in that meal plan. Get on it and so, enjoy it. Yeah, if you haven't already, go ahead and download that because you will not regret it. It is so good. All righty. 
Next up is our vegan product highlight. And this week it's going to be a food item. So we're going with the Gardein Scallopini. Yes, and this has been a favorite of yours for a long time. Yeah, we don't eat too much packaged processed foods, but this is one thing that's kind of been a staple throughout the years. And basically what it is is an alternative to, I guess, a chicken breast is what you would yes. um, compare it to. And it's super easy to cook up. It comes frozen. And you can just fry it up plain in a little bit of olive oil. We like to add sriracha to it to add a little bit of kick and flavor. So we usually do that depending on what we're using it for. But in most cases, we do it with the sriracha. Yeah, the sriracha is typically part of it. Yeah. And then you could do it as a stir fry. Um, You can cut it up. You can just fry it up in a pan, like I said. You could make it into like a fried chicken breast where you can bread it um, and then fry it or even put it in the air fryer. And I don't know where I got the recipe from. I heard about this one method where if you take rice paper and you wrap the scallopini in the rice paper, it kind of acts as like the skin on a chicken breast. And then you could bread it and fry it. And it's kind of like fried chicken with like the skin. I don't know. I have no idea where I heard of that before. And I did try it once and it worked out well, I mean, yeah, it was, I thought it, it was did good. a pretty good job. Um, we're just not typically into that, so we didn't stick with it. Yeah, so we only had it once, but it was very good. And I wish I could give credit for the person that I got that from, but I just I don't know. So if you're out there and you happen to be listening Speak to this, up. take some credit. Yeah, let us know, and we'll be sure to update that in the show notes because yeah. I have no idea where I saw that or heard it, but it's another method that you can use for it. And if you like the skins, you would probably like it. I'm sure. Yeah. But that's a neat, nifty little trick. And uh, nutrition-wise, it is um, soy protein-based, and it has 11 grams of protein per piece. And the pieces are decent sized, gluten-free, and of course, with all plant-based foods, it has zero cholesterol. So pretty healthy little addition to your meal. Yes, I enjoy them every time we have them. I think they are quite delightful. Yep. Alrighty then. So on to our main topic, which is vegan bacon. It's bacon. It's bacon. Everybody loves bacon. I think I mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, I actually was not that much of a fan of bacon growing up. Like, I know a lot of people are obsessed with it, but I, I don't know. I, I was never like a big fan of it. I wish you would have told me that before we got married. (laughs) (laughs) But now it is no big deal. I actually like the plant-based versions of it. So I don't know what it is. But yeah, so I thoroughly enjoy all of the varieties of plant-based bacon that we're about to go through. And it's pretty simple to make all of them, except for one, which might be a little more time uh, involved. But we'll get into that in a little bit. And I will say this, all the varieties, as you mentioned, it is very interesting, the different takes on bacon, and it is fun trying them. Yeah. And you know, the most important thing to know right now is that it's really all about the seasoning and how you flavor it. So bacon is known for its smokiness and saltiness, and what we're trying to do with the plant-based bacon is really mimic that kind of flavor profile and it works well in a lot of cases correct and once you get the texture right and if you prefer it crispy if you get that crispiness in place it is actually quite wonderful yep 
So, uh, well, we'll start off before we go into each kind. When you make the plant-based bacon, you always have a base marinade. So there's a basic marinade that I use. It is one fourth cup of tamari or soy sauce. Okay, if you don't have tamari on hand, then just use soy sauce, perfectly fine. Use one tablespoon of liquid smoke one tablespoon of maple syrup and two tablespoons of water. So just mix that all together. And that is going to be your marinade for the different vehicles that we're using for this this plant-based bacon. Correct. And that marinade you use is, is quite tasty. So I think if you try it at home, I think you'll agree. Yeah. And again, this is just the basic base marinade. You can certainly like flavor it up a little bit more. Sometimes I do add garlic granules or onion granules and smoked paprika. So there's different ways that you can like change the flavor profile on it to suit your needs. You just need to experiment with it. But we're just going to keep it simple here and just go with the the base one that, that I use. Yeah. Play around with it, folks. Find your niche. Yep. So the first one is tempeh bacon, which is one of my favorites. And it's super easy to make and it's delicious, of course. So basically to make tempeh bacon, you're gonna take an eight ounce pack of tempeh and you're gonna slice it very thin. Um, not too thin, otherwise it'll break apart uh, when you fry it up in the pan, but just slice it pr- as thin as you can get without it falling apart on you. And what you'll do is add a little olive oil to a pan on medium heat, and you're going to add the slices to the pan and cook for two to three minutes on each side. And then we're going to add the marinade to the pan and cook on medium high until the tempeh absorbs all that marinade. Uh, You want to make sure that when you put the tempeh in the pan that it is coated, that you flip it around and make sure it's coated with the marinade. But once the tempeh absorbs the marinade, you're just going to cook it until it gets crispy and just cook it long enough. I guess the timing really depends on how crispy you want it. Correct. Some people like it super crispy and some like it a little bit flimsy. So this is all personal preference at this point. Yep. But really easy to make and really quick. It doesn't take a lot of time. It's great for just having as a side for breakfast or brunch. You can use it in BLTs, which we do a lot. And also we'll cut it up and put it on salads. So that's just a couple ways that you can enjoy it. And next up we have coconut bacon. So coconut bacon is made with coconut flakes, which you can find in a lot of grocery stores, probably around like the baking area, I think is where you would find it in most stores. And it's Again, like all of the stuff that we're going to talk about, it's quite simple to make. You're just going to preheat your oven to 325 degrees. You're going to toss the flakes in marinade. You're going to spread those flakes out on a parchment line baking sheet. And then you're going to bake that for 10 minutes. And then you're going to toss the flakes. And then you're going to bake for another five minutes. But you really want to watch this because the flakes can burn easily. So you just want them to be slightly crispy. And then as they dry, they are going to harden up a little bit. So that's something that you can keep in an airtight container. And you can use it for a, a lot of different ways. You can sprinkle on salads, um, put it in Buddha bowls, pasta dishes, stir fries. And one of my favorite ways is to sprinkle it on top of ice cream. So you get that little sweet and salty kind of thing going on. And the funny thing with me is coconut is not always my friend. 
a lot of times I don't care for things that are coconut flavored. And every now and again, I run across one that I can tolerate. But I will say that for me, the coconut bacon is one of my favorite bacons. I think it works great for making bacon. Yeah, it really absorbs that flavor. And it gets a nice level of crispiness for my liking, too. Yep, absolutely. And then next up, we have seitan bacon, which is the one that I referenced earlier that might be a little more time-consuming to make. It just depends. You can either use it with homemade seitan or store-bought. If you get the store-bought, super easy. If you make homemade seitan, that takes a little bit of time. It's not hard, but it takes a little bit of time. So what you're going to do is you're just going to slice your seitan pretty thin, as thin as you can get it, or as thick as you want it. It just depends on your preference. But you're going to heat a pan on medium high, and you're going to add the slices to the pan, and then cover with marinade. Make sure it's completely covered on both sides and then cook until the marinade is absorbed just like we did with the we mentioned with the tempeh and then you're going to cook until your desired crispiness so it's that simple and you know take a little taste if you need to add just a little more flavoring to it it, you could just add a little bit more tamari or sauce or sauce to just add a little kick to it so no need to make up a whole other batch of marinade You're, you're still absorbing those flavors but if you want it a little more smokier a little more you know kick to it then definitely just add a little more soy sauce or tamari and that goes for any of the the plant-based bacons that we're talking to you can always just sprinkle a little bit of soy sauce or tamari are you saying that they could add the dashiest dash more i think they could i think they could dashiest dash (laughs) oh my gosh i can't believe we have not used that (laughs) term yet on this podcast that's like our favorite cooking term. And where does it come from, it Matthew? It comes from, I feel like I don't need to explain this. Everybody should know. Classic Three's Company episode. Yes. Where Jack stole Chrissy's date. And they were cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the dashiest dash. Alrighty, moving on. We have rice paper bacon. So you can make rice paper bacon. It's really inexpensive to do because rice paper, you can get a huge pack of it and it's really not that expensive at all. I forget exactly how much we pay, but I think it's either under $2 or maybe two something. But anyway, the rice paper baking, the cooking technique is pretty simple. You are just going to very carefully cut the rice paper into strips now it's very delicate so you really need to be careful with this otherwise the whole thing will just break apart so cut the rice paper into strips and then what you're going to do is drag one of those strips through the marinade coat it we're going to lay it flat on the parchment paper a parchment paper covered baking pan you're going to do another strip the same way drag it through the marinade and then you're going to place that on top of the first strip so it's going to be a two strip layered it's a two strip process it's a two strip process dude all right So after you do that, you're just going to keep repeating that. And then once all of the pieces are on the baking pan, you're just going to brush all the pieces with marinade on both sides. But again, be very careful with it. And then you're going to put it into a 400 degree preheated oven and cook for about seven to eight minutes. And you really want to watch to make sure that this doesn't burn because it can go 
really bad really quickly. Yeah, it goes south <laughs> real fast. Yeah, so just be very careful with the rice paper bacon. This plant-based bacon is going to be crispy, so you're not going to have that really the same texture as regular bacon. You don't have that meaty kind of texture uh, with the rice paper bacon, but it will be super crispy for you, and it's really good. Yeah. And it's something you can break up, too, and put in salads, just like yeah, we do so with the coconut it's bacon. It's perfect for crumbling up and... Yeah, so definitely um, an option to choose. Uh, next, carrot bacon. And the cooking technique for this, again, pretty much the same for all of them. Uh, with this one, you're going to preheat the oven to 350 degrees. We use a veggie peeler to cut into thin slices. And then in a medium bowl, you're just going to coat the slices in the marinade, just throw them all in there and make sure they're nice and coated and then you're going to place those strips on parchment lined baking pan and then bake for 10 minutes and then you're going to kind of flip it over and cook again for another 10 minutes or until your desired crispness but again with the carrot bacon the strips are very thin so you want to be careful and make sure that they're not burned it's not something that you can just walk out of the kitchen and do something else it's something that you actually do need to pay attention to and watch Definitely, you need to tend to it and make sure when you lay the strips out, they're not overlapping with each other. So keep them separated and keep your eye on them. Yep. And then next up is another one of our favorites. And I really enjoy, we don't make this enough, but I really enjoy the eggplant bacon. It's one of my favorite styles. So the cooking technique for this one is you're just going to take an eggplant. You're going to cut off the ends. You're going to slice it very thin using a mandolin or a very sharp knife. You're going to slice it length. Lengthwise, and then you're going to cut the slices in half to form strips. So what you're going to do is dip each slice in the marinade and add to a casserole dish. And then you're going to pour the remaining marinade over the slices and marinate for at least an hour. So just set aside and go do something else. And if you use the mandolin, be careful. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I sliced off the tip of my finger on the mandolin, so that's why he's saying yes. that. <laughs> You don't want to be crawling on the kitchen floor looking for a fingertip. It wasn't that bad. It grew back, or it didn't grow back, but you it can't. It did e- something. It scarred up you can't normally. Even, you can't tell unless my fingernail is super short, and then you can see the scar, but. Anyway, moving on. So after you marinate it, then you're just going to heat olive oil in a pan on medium heat and cook the slice and then add the slices and just cook them until they're lightly brown and then turn them over. So it's about two to three minutes on each side. So good. I love the eggplant bacon. I think the eggplant bacon is one of the the plant-based varieties that really mimic the texture of bacon. It has like this meatiness and it kind of, I guess, more so the, the fat that you find in bacon. It kind of mimics that, I think. Yeah, and eggplant is another one of those things like the coconut where I like it a lot sometimes and sometimes not so much, but it works well with the bacon. Yeah, and we do have a recipe and we can share this, but I have a recipe where I cook the eggplant bacon and I like to wrap it around roasted asparagus and it is so good. Matt's not going to agree because he hates asparagus, but it is really good. So you just wrap the eggplant bacon around, uh, you roast asparagus and wrap the eggplant bacon. It's so good. Again, I can handle this asparagus when it's roasted. 
Yeah. It's just I grew up on the canned asparagus. So that's what I thought it was. (laughs) Yeah, it took me a long time to get him to even try asparagus. But but it's really good. And I do have the recipe for that, so I'm going to share that. And then lastly, we have a portobello mushroom bacon. And you can use this with shiitake mushrooms as well. That also, this process works well with that. Also, we've had mushroom bacon once. And that was when we went to a restaurant called By Chloe in New York. And then we had it again in... LA when we were out there and in that restaurant they have a mac and cheese which is plant-based and they have the mushroom bacon on top and it's good but still I mean we mentioned before Matt and I are not fans of bacon and it's it's all psychological I think it wasn't terrible <laughs> that bacon I'm not even gonna try to play it, was, it wasn't bad but I still had trouble getting over the fact that it, I knew it was mushrooms so. I will say if I'm going to eat a mushroom Make it the mushroom bacon. Yeah. It's the only one I seem to be able to take down and not get repulsed by. Yeah. I made, well, I made a almond mushroom pate one time that was really good. And I think it's because it was like all minced. It wasn't like in its whole form because you didn't get that slime factor. (laughs) I don't know. That's just us. But I know there are millions and millions of people out there that actually like mushrooms. So that's why we included this in here. And we think that you'll like it. So the cooking technique for this one, you just slice your mushrooms um, pretty thin. And then in a bowl, you're going to coat it with the marinade. And then you're going to heat olive oil in a pan on medium high. Pour the marinade over the mushrooms, and you're just going to cook for like four to five minutes, and then you're going to flip them and cook for like another four to five minutes. It's pretty easy. You're pretty much cooking it until the marinade absorbs into the mushrooms. And mushrooms are great because they are very porous, and they soak up flavor like crazy. Like, I really wish I liked mushrooms because there's so many awesome meals that you can make with them because they do absorb flavors like crazy so but yeah you will if you like mushrooms you are really going to enjoy the uh, mushroom bacon option but it's pretty simple so either you're going to cook it in the oven or you're going to kind of fry it up in a pan but either way these are different techniques that you can do and you can experiment with other vegetables too these are what we've tried so far i haven't tried to make plant-based bacon with anything else yet but i am up for the challenge and if i come across another good one i will be sure to share it with you Yes, definitely. Try to figure some of this out on your own because we would love to hear some new options. And we always love to hear what people are doing and how they take what we give them and make it into their own. So bring it on. Let us know what you're doing. And maybe you will teach us about a new bacon. All right. So that's the end of our main topic. So we're going to kind of end it with our last segment and talk about what we're excited about this week. So the main thing we're excited about this week is you may have heard her in the intro. Ani was purring. She had a major health scare this week, and we thought we were going to lose her love. And she rebounded miraculously and appears to be on the road to recovery. Yes. And it just seemed like miraculous. It seemed like she was long gone, but here she is still sitting with us. Yep. And she's sitting right here beside us. She's not purring loudly at the moment, but she is a happy girl. And yeah, we thought we thought we were losing her. We actually said our goodbyes to her 
because we thought it was it. But it turns out she is a very resilient little kitty. And she, she like Matt said, it was miraculous. She, she really surprised us. So we think that she's on the upswing now. We hope so. So and there she goes. <laughs> and she's leaving <laughs> us. <laughs> Bye, Hans. So hopefully she will join us for an entire episode again. But I, I love the Dollar Tree Dining episode because she was with us the entire time and she was purring. Yeah, you can just hear it in the background. <laughs> the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so cute. Yeah, so we are so excited that our angel is still with us. So we've had her since she was 15. She'll be 15 next month. So she's an old lady. But she's young at heart. She's such a sweet little kitty. Yes, she is all heart. Yeah, so that's the big thing that we're really excited about. Now, food-wise, we are excited about Blaze Pizza offering a vegan chorizo as one of their toppings. Yeah, it is so nice to have a protein option available there now. Um, and that is, I think they're starting that April 16th. So, And that is today, as we're recording this, it is April 16th. So, And if you have a Blaze Pizza near you, be sure sure to check it out. I'm not sure if it's all the Blaze pizzas, but check them out. Yeah, I think I read that it was nationwide, so I I think they should have it. So yeah, definitely check that out. They have vegan cheese also. I think we mentioned that in a previous episode, but so they they are really plant-based, vegan friendly, so good place to go for pizza if you have one in your area. And they are extremely liberal about adding the toppings. They don't try to rip you off with toppings. If you want it on there, they'll put as much as you want. Yeah. And they're affordable. It's not expensive at all. It's a great place to go. Yep. Um, And then next along the same lines is Cadoba, which is, if you don't have one in your area, it's like a burrito place. And they are now offering the Impossible Burger meat as a vegan protein option in your burrito. So that is, is pretty big. I think both of these announcements are pretty big. Like left and right. We're seeing more and more restaurants like offering vegan protein options and vegan cheeses. And it is just so refreshing. This is progress. And it's key because you want to sell protein in your meal. And this gives you a great, easy option to fill that void. Yep, exactly. So it is uh, it's a beautiful thing. Progress is a beautiful thing. And it makes it very easy for anybody following a plant-based diet to eat out and not feel like they're deprived of anything. Like, it's it's really good. So I'm really happy to see a lot of restaurants stepping up and offering this more and more. And, and chain restaurants. I mean, before, yeah, more vegan restaurants and, you know, other restaurants were starting to offer things on their menu. But now you can go to fast food places and get the same same type of food so yeah it's very exciting it's an exciting time definitely food wise yep all right so that's what we're excited about and we're not gonna let you go of course we have a freebie you need a freebie here it is here it is so our top four favorite vegan bacon recipes we're going to give you the recipes with. So you'll get a little ebook with the four recipes, and they will be the tempeh bacon, the coconut bacon, the eggplant bacon, and the seitan bacon. So those are the four that we make the most. The other ones I've tried, and they were good. 
But these are our staples. This is what we make most often. Uh, I would say the number one, the two that we make the most are definitely the tempeh bacon and the coconut bacon. But we do love the eggplant and seitan as well. So we're going to give you all four of those recipes so that you can easily reference that to make for yourself. So this is going to be available on the Vagology Podcast website in the show notes. Just go there, click on the link to download it, and it's all yours. Yep, download it and start making the bacon. So if you make one of the vegan bacon recipes, we want to see how you're using it in a dish. So go ahead and take a picture and post it to Instagram with hashtag Vegology Podcast. And we'd love to see how you're using the vegan bacon. Absolutely. Post those pics. All right. And that is our episode. Anything else, Matthew, Michael? Nope. I hope everyone has a great week and I look forward to talking with you next week. Yeah. If you like this episode, please share and give us a good review on iTunes. We would really, really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. Peace and love.